Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at chumpacasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Start spreading the news. We're leaving next week. We want to be a part of it. Chicago, Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, you heard that right. The Broadway Sid crew is packing our bags and our windbreakers and heading <laughs> over to the Windy City, Chicago, for a live show. Live to tape? No. This time, it's actually a live show. It's alive. It's alive. I'm alive. I'm alive. On Saturday, <laughs> September 22nd, Broadway is thrilled to be appearing in PodSlam 2018. 12 hours of podcasting joy at the IO Theater to benefit Connor's Cure. Bringing shows from all across the country to Chicago for 12 consecutive hours of podcasting, PodSlam seeks to provide a unique live event and live streaming experience with the goal of inspiring listeners, attendees, and participants to raise funds for Connor's Cure and help ensure that the V Foundation is able to provide expert, compassionate care for sick children locally, regionally, and globally. We'll be appearing at 8 p.m. Central Time with our usual broad-waisted antics, and then our very own Kevin will be taking part at the PodSlam All-Star Rumble, <gasps> where he'll be doing zany and crazy things to raise money for Connor's Cure. It's only $10 for an all-day ticket that will give you access to all the different podcasts that will be broadcasting live from the event. For more information on tickets, the official PodSlam 2018 lineup, and more information, visit arcadeaudio.net slash PodSlam. Won't be in Chicago, but want to listen to the live event? You can actually live stream the event at arcadeaudio.net backslash PodSlam. Don't forget, we'll be on at 8 p.m. Central Time, and then I'll be acting a fool at 10.15 p.m. Central Time at the PodSlam All-Star Rumble. So get tickets or listen in and help us raise money for an incredibly important cause. And now, for your regularly scheduled broad based. Hey, that's us. Us, us, us. <laughs> Did you bring wine? I got the glasses. You guys, I made a quiz. No, I didn't bring anything, but I'm here to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the official Broadwasted podcast, where we're drunk on theater. I'm your host, Brian Plofsky, and it's time for The Grand Tour. When you realize that there is life outside of your apartment and search for somewhere that's green, you can travel America. You're a continental American. Disneyland, maybe? Go by the sea? Santa Fe? Sunset Boulevard? Or Grant Avenue? Maybe avoid Urinetown, but check out Arkansas or Atlantic City. Wait, at some point, you've got to exclaim, good morning, Baltimore. Oh, spend a summer in Ohio, Ohio or Gary, Indiana. Make sure to say hi to Shoeless Joe from Hannibal Moe. Don't be Iowa stubborn in Kansas City. Remember, you are a king. Only in New York, NYC, New York, New York, you can find Times Square. Also, Brooklyn's here. Or maybe head international in one short day. I hear it's nicer in Nice. 
Ireland, mm. or one night in Bangkok, Barcelona, Havana, <laughs> meet up with Joseph in Egypt, or Israel, poor Jerusalem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Paris original, but prefer Manchester, England. No place like London, too. Hold on, hold on. I have a call from the Vatican. Would I, ra oh, <laughs> Would I rather be sailing Actually. or seeing what's new in Buenos Aires? Hmm, what about doing the Transylvania Mania in Old Bavaria? Instead of getting out of town, doing a shuffle off to Buffalo, or going back to before, like Runyon Land, let's head to 42nd Street and go into your dance. You may have no home, no job, but at least you can be standing on the corner, seizing the day. Joining us today are the usual hundred people, aka two nobodies in New York, who are Argentina criers. <laughs> Including <laughs> Kevin down at the Oz does Jager. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that's good. I like that you nobody's in New York. Yeah, hey, who are you? <laughs> um, I'm the best dancer at the American Ballet. <laughs> who are you? Who the hell are you? Nobody. <laughs> uh, Kimberly, our game master and unofficial babysitter for the hour. <laughs> And with us today is a guest who he hesitantly allowed back into the studio. Yeah, we thought a lot about it. Hopefully he brought his aerator. <laughs> you may know him from Newsies, Cats, a thousand more shows, but more most importantly, of course, Bombay, Bombay Dreams. Yes. <laughs> and he was recently on the road in Hamilton. Of course, he's the star of Broad Wasted's Embargo Report. Mm. Let's Wait, what is never that? Never heard of it. What? What's that? I don't know. Someone told me to say that. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know. Oh, I don't but it, it slowly became uh, my so-called embargoed life. Yeah. Yeah. Every, yes. any, any TV I mean, show. if I knew what that was, that's what I would know. Right, I agree. Right. But now we're happy to report that the embargo is lifted. Yeah. For now. Yeah, for now. Let's give a big Broad Wasted welcome to... Just friend of the show. Just friend of the show. Friend of the show. <laughs> Aaron J. Albano. I'm here. I'm back. Y'all ready for this? <laughs> <laughs> and that's our show. Thank you. Four musical um, theater people just sang Jock Jams. Wait, what? <laughs> what, if, what if that's the musical Jock I want to see? Jock Jams That's what you walked into at my wedding. Jock, I think it's called Jock Jamsical. Jock Jamsical. Yeah. Oh, my God. I want to see that so bad. Yeah, it has Jamsical to be. Exclamation point. Yeah, you, produced by Drew Jamson. Because Jock oh, Jamson. Get out of here. Stop. We're off the rails. That's we already good. have a tagline. Tagline is, are you ready for this? Yes. Perfect. Easily. See? Oh, my God. Jock yeah. Jamsical. Yes. And you, and you get Tootsie Rolls on your seat. Why you get Tootsie Rolls? Tootsie Rolls on that? The Tootsie, tootsie roll. roll to the left. To the left. Oh, oh, got it. Yeah, great. Right. And then the girl's okay. like, U G L Y. You ain't got no alibi. You ugly. Oh, we're getting deep cuts here. Uh, yeah. You ugly. No, this is just what tootsie we all should roll. know. Um, you can follow him at Aaron J Albano. If you want to. If you want to, but you don't have to. Don't, don't worry. Have to. Um, but it's let's, required. It's required. <laughs> yeah. um, but let's just start out with what are you drinking? What are you drinking? What am I drinking? We have an Oyster Bay. Pinot Noir, and really, you have two guests of the show. It's one, true. you have me, but the other one, you have a long time. Yeah. Guess who's back? Back again. Back again. Aerator the aerator back. is back. <laughs> the broad waisted aerator is back. Yes. It has a stand and everything. It's very exciting. Yes. I know. Mm -hmm. um, no, my favorite thing about that intro is when A, bravo, B, I didn't realize just how many musicals have like but location songs. But it's all like either New York or Midwest cities. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like they're it's all like New York or like Iowa. Like yeah. literally all the all Midwest. Even like Midwest Argentina. Like <laughs> yeah. now, let's just do what have you seen this week? What have you what seen, have we seen this week? recently? I feel what? like there's a lot. It's the last time we were together. It's been like all summer. Yeah. For us. And then it's been like a long time 12 years for, me. for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cuz you know, the I official embargo lasted uh -huh. about what, four and a half months? A million years. Yeah. Four no, when is it? <laughs> well, so, no, since he since was the since probably con, so since oh, January. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's when the January. embargo went down. Oh, that's right. And then because we overused you overstayed your welcome. <laughs> 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 but thanks to Linda's because, undying support. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers because people were mad we were actually friends. <laughs> <laughs> like why is he on all the time? We why is he like there? Him? I'm like, you know, I don't know that. <laughs> I need to reevaluate things. Keep showing up. Yeah. Couldn't book anyone but else. Um, no. <laughs> so I got to finally get to see uh, Kinky Boots on Broadway. Okay. Yes. 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 How many margaritas deep? 
Uh, I had four. Okay. Um, Two per boot. Prior. <laughs> prior to the show, I had four margaritas. Nice. Just and beca- how many times? It was like and how many time, Kevin? And how many much time? It was an hour and twenty minutes. Nice. Um, that was only half an hour. Okay, you're fine. <laughs> and who? who it was who, actually who forty five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> I was trying to sound better for the podcast. <laughs> um, I was no, I was just having like a stressful day, and I was rushing to see the show, and I got to Midtown a little early, so then I decided to have a drink, and then I was talking to the bartender, and he just kept like giving me a new one, mm-hmm. and like it was fine because there was like no one else at the bar, but then all of a sudden I was like. And you know, like when you're drinking kind of fast, you don't realize that like it's hitting you. Yeah, um, I had a blast. That is the super- who were the um who were Lola and um so I saw David, I saw David Cook um, and Jay Harrison Gee right yes fierce. yes awesome he was super fierce um it's a really sharp strong production I was super nice. into it mm-hmm. um it's just fun the whole time it was just fun even as like things get scary you don't know what's gonna happen like it has that just like well just like you don't know what's gonna happen they're 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 company and everything everything like looks bad but like it was yeah. one, it was one of those like fun shows where like you like you know it's gonna work out yeah, yeah so like yeah. <laughs> it was a good time i have to say uh the american idol guy uh david cook he was super like way better of an actor than i was expecting nice. you, you hear about that kind of casting yeah. you're like let's see what happens but like, like they can sing his right. cast his acting is incredible the show is like everybody should still go see it it's just as strong as it was in the beginning like, and a future friend of the show justin colombo is in it yeah i had a great time at kinky boots so That's definitely awesome. go I, check it out i feel like Kinky Boots is one of the shows that has stayed really in tip-top shape. I feel like it's everybody solid. that I've, yeah. everybody that I've seen like have that I know that I've seen well, it over the years. Well, a lot of the cast stayed for a really long time. That's true, but I mean, like, like yeah, and even just like over the over the past, because I think I've seen somebody somebody has seen it ha- like in like the past few months, like every yeah. Yeah. What am I talking about? Like, like I know cons- what you mean. Consistently, you've had people, past. friends, see it at different points during its run, correct? And they have all had a very on on top of it experience. Yeah, because yes. I saw it this time last year, Good maybe yeah. with Brendan Urie. Yeah, yeah. But that was the first time I'd ever seen it. It was mm-hmm. great. Yeah, so everybody's good reviews all around and yeah. I have to yeah. say one of the best parts about seeing that show was how inspiring it was to like hear people talking at intermission mm. and you and met he- a fan so don't oh be don't I, be coy I did somebody recognized me from <gasps> probably my laugh during the show um, yes but somebody was like oh my god are you Kevin from Broadway State? oh my god you're so famous um, well <laughs> that exact thing happened when Kevin and I saw Be More Chill yeah we went to Be More oh. Chill and we okay met, Be More Chill we Wait. met our Australian fan yes who was here for like two weeks seeing shows her name is Donna yep and uh, she came up to us and uh, this is a shout out to Donna it was so it was such a pleasure meeting you at Be More Chill Yes, I'm so Donna. glad she came up to us because she even said that she was like she saw us as she was walking out and like walked out of the theater because she's like oh, I don't want to like bother them or anything. But she came back just to tell us how much she loved listening to the Aww. show and like that was so awesome. So hi, like Donna. if you see us out about like say hi, pull us over, yeah. Donna yeah. in the lobby. <clears throat> yes, Donna. Donna in the lobby at a Broadway show. Donna in Broadway the lobby. Show. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw people chill too. I, yeah. fe- I feel and like we like could say we could and tell yeah. our fans to go see Be More Chill, but like everyone wants to, so it's like yeah. we don't need to help. Yeah, we, we don't need to help. <laughs> so go see. Yeah. Get it when it goes to Broadway. And yeah, what, what else? Right? Yeah. yeah. What else have you guys seen? I so I mean like, have you seen Hamilton? <laughs> <laughs> Did no? Were you on every night, or were yes. you? They were nice. Yes. You got to watch you were, the show. Um, Seabree. I was Samuel Seabree. I was man. You were Hamilton. Too. That's tricky. I, yes. Wow. <laughs> in my living room and in the hotels. Oh great. But um. No, I was Samuel Seabury. He's the one in the, um, the in Farmer Refuted that uh, he stands on Team the Team Revolution. That one. Yep. Mm-hmm. He, he's yeah. the one with the scroll and the robe. Well, you did get to wear a fun <laughs> little vest. Yes, I did. Yeah, a sensible vest. You, did you love vest the character everywhere. with a vest. Literally vests everywhere. Right? Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't even realize this. How many times have you worn a vest? So vest, Kimble. vest in Hamilton, vest in Cats, vest in Newsies, vest in Bombay Dreams. Probably, mm. I would assume so. Yes, no vest in Allegiance. Mm. Um, really ruined the streak. King and I, I? Know. King and I, it was like a breastplate vest. You weren't here, those of though. No vest, just suits. Mm. Did you have a um, vest, like a three-piece? We had to put a vest. Was there a three-piece? Suit? Whenever when I was on for Marcos, he had like a three-piece suit with a vest in it. Great, that counts. So that counts, perfect. Check it off. Does um, your agent know that you have to wear a vest? Apparently. <laughs> I mean, Wait, Chip Tolentino. Chip Tolentino, no vest. No? No. Is that a sash? It's a sash. Oh, I thought Boy it was Boy Scouts around the country. Spelling bees, is there a vest? 
Huh? Spelling bee? She just That's asked what that. I just said, Chip, Chip. Tolentino. Oh. Do you not know the character <laughs> I names? I don't. No, he doesn't know <laughs> it at all. I don't know that show very well. <laughs> no, no, that, Who wins the bee? No, that's Shh. not. The audience? Yeah, that, you know what? <laughs> you know what? Yes, if you go and see it, you're a winner. <laughs> Perfect, yeah. bravo. Yeah. Um, what else did you see? Oh, I so I didn't get, because I was seeing Hamilton right. every day. I didn't see a lot of musicals, and I just got back, so I haven't seen anything. But I saw what I lovingly consider the Asian required viewing of okay. the summer, which was um, which was Crazy Rich Asians. I've heard yeah, it's I just incredible. love a rom com, and it's all I want in my life. It's so great, and I love Constance Wu. Yes, she's awesome. Oh, yeah, that sexy, so that sexy man, Henry Golding. Yeah. yeah. Where has he it's, been? He was on travel shows. He wasn't an actor. Stop. Oh yeah, no. All the press is like, yeah, they found him <gasps> doing like travel shows in Singapore, and like, because he like, is handsome. He's dreamy. He's beautiful. I saw Searching, mm-hmm. which is also fantastic. It's is that a, another gay it's show? Like, a, like looking. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo, bravo. <laughs> it's the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> looking and searching. Hoping is the third one. Yeah. It's really it, deep. It closes out the run. trilogy. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, oh, searching gosh. is a psychological thriller. Okay. I it's love spent, that. It's so cool. But the whole concept, because John Cho plays his dad who lost his daughter, and. He's also dreamy. Also dreamy. Yeah. But like, the whole concept of, like, the whole concept of the movie is it's told through computer screens. So you're just watching, like, th- his MacBook Pro the whole movie. And you're watching, like, Is there scenes- dialogue? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Like, and, but, like, like, through his webcam? Yeah. You're, like, watching oh, scenes okay. through See, his I was FaceTime. picturing just, like, like a silent messages movie? and, like, text messages. No. Oh, like, all reading. Like, all reading. Oh. Like, all reading. Oh. And then I was, like, no, no, so, no, like, you're, but you're, like, you, watching you know your own phone while you're watching the movie. You should absolutely go. And then I saw... To, to all the boys I loved before. All the before. boys I loved before. Oh, I love also that rom com. Um, yeah, I mean, like just the whole the the conversations it there it's sparking about diversity is mm-hmm. really great. But and also profound. just the resurgence of like a traditional rom com mm-hmm. has made me so happy. Amen. Oh, and completely. The, the bottom line of all of the, all of this is that regardless of who's in the movie, it's quality content and storytelling. Yeah. So like, yeah. that helps it. So much oh, more. Oh, completely. And it's that's not just diversity for diversity's sake. Yes. It's, it's an incredible in, story that happens to be told from a diverse perspective. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's great. Yeah, and that's what's I think the best thing about this period, at least for Asian Americans right now, is that it's we're being quote unquote normalized in the best way because these movies are good movies in their genres. Yes. They're not like ex I mean, they're good. I wouldn't say they're like groundbreaking exceptional because that would be a different thing. Right. But the fact that and and they're not bad. Right. Which, which would be yeah. Oh. But it's just all of like, just like women in general just being like, oh my god, a new rom com. I love it. Like, don't yeah. care who's in it. Like, yeah. And it's, I just want to see a nice rom com. It's normalizing Amen. like yeah. us for lack of a better term mm-hmm. in a great way, which should have always been, but now it. I love really it. Really is. Correct. Great. Now, Brian, you saw a show from an interesting perspective, right? I did. Um, I sat backstage. No, I'm kidding. Um, I saw, <laughs> <laughs> my perspective, um, I saw the uh, all Yiddish fiddler on the roof. Oh, my God. I want to see oh. that so bad. Um, I want to see it so Tell us tell, about tell, the tell. men in the lobby. Well, the men in the mo- <laughs> lobby were all eating babka. I don't know where they got it, but they were eating <laughs> babka. True? This is true. That, I didn't make that where up. Where did they get the babka? Maybe they brought it with them. Their wives had it in their handbags. I don't know. But the audience was definitely a show in itself. Um, (laughs) But I went down to the Jewish Museum in Battery Park. Oh, Um, really? Yeah, it was directed by Joel Gray. Um, It was was kind of amazing. Don't mind me. It's very unique, obviously. Mm -hmm. It is incredibly authentic. There's it's a it's very different from any English production I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. There's just a mood and a tone to it that was different. Not like somber or anything like that, but mm-hmm. like a definite, because of the language they were speaking, yeah. it, it just, mm-hmm. it's, it's a totally different layer to it. They have super titles, but like... You don't need them, I, it's Fiddler. You don't need them, but the cool is they sang the songs in Yiddish, and yeah. they're not direct translations, meaning like, instead of like, if I were a rich man, it's if I were a Rothschild, which is like a famous family. Yeah, sure. So oh, like, so it wasn't yes. like, it, it wasn't just like, 
a direct translation. Like it was those songs it was culturally were like, specific. Absolutely, yeah. it that's was cool. so good. That's awesome. The performance, the the man playing Tevi was spectacular. Mm-hmm. It was like a Tevi I've never seen before. Um, mm. He was a little bit more like goofy, but okay. he was very grounded. Um, I don't goofy not might, might be the right word, but he was definitely. Because the Yiddish the, theater is a thing unto itself. Yes. Of just like and a different like style and yeah. But yeah. just the 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 words and the vowels like really changed that performance yeah. across the board. And it was done in a small space. It was very, you know, it was very intimate. Mm-hmm. And the audience, yes, it was mostly an older audience, a Jewish audience. True, mm-hmm. true. Um, <laughs> but it was like, I don't know, there was something kind of magical about these people kind of like, it's kind of like when you see those videos of like older people kind of being out of it and then hearing a song and they come back to life. Okay. It was, yeah. I, I, you got that sense from the audience where like they know these songs, but like they haven't heard this language for years since their grandparents yes. died. Like that goes yeah. the same for me. Like, they know like the five words that their mother exactly. kept up. The, like, from a Sarah dream sequence was like really <gasps> oh spectacular. Yeah. It was really, they did it the really, really well. Spooky? Yeah, it was spooky. It was awesome. I love Fiddler. And I don't understand a lick of Yiddish. But I want to see it so bad because... It's 100% worth any price you pay. It is so interesting. I mean, just the, like, just... The level of authenticity that adds mm-hmm. to the show, mm-hmm. I can't like you can't even. So I want to see because my favorite scene in the whole show is when. Spoiler! I don't know. Um, it is when, an old show. There <laughs> like, are no spoilers. When Tevia like oh my God. kicks Hava out, yeah, and then, yeah, yes. and then the and then the following. Like dance. Yeah. It was really when he's like really talking powerful. to her, and then it's just like no, yeah. You, and in Yiddish, "Do you love me?" was incredible because. <gasps> How do you say it? Brian, please do all of it. I didn't, yeah, okay. Translate. Now, I have a question. Did the, like, the Russian character... Oh, yeah. like Fiatka, was he speaking he speak Yiddish, Yiddish or, or was he speaking Russian or was he speaking they, English? My understanding, I mean, my, my to my ear, I don't know if this is true, but they were all speaking Yiddish. However, the super titles were in Russian and English. Oh, interesting. Oh. The whole time? The whole time. So Russian was above the uh, the English on the super oh, titles. Oh, wow. That's just I such know. a cool concept Correct. for a show that's about, like, a special world that was, like, changing in the modern age and, like... <sighs> To hear it yeah. in that language that like we don't I mean, hear, and that's where my family is, is from, Yiddish. and that's where your family oh, is from, really? right? That was an experience I'll never forget. Oh, it was super true. cool. Yeah, I can't. I mean, check it out. If you love the show, it has a really authentic quality to it. Yeah, so, yeah. And you you know the songs, so it's not like you know the songs coming it's not like up. Like this new show that you're like, wait, I don't know. You definitely like, I know the plot. Yeah. I know yeah. it's gonna happen. I know Act One is a hundred hours, and Act Two is twenty <laughs> minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, I like, I know what I'm in for. You know what I mean? So what? How good was Lachaim in Yiddish? So going in, I thought it was gonna be Lachaim, 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 but that's not true. They they use other words <laughs> like in <within> that phrase. <laughs> 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 what does it mean to lie? But I actually, <laughs> but that was not it. <laughs> I didn't even think that. That's amazing. Like no. the only lyrics would literally be Lachaim the whole time, but that was not the case um, for like seven minutes. Well, now no, let's play a game. <laughs> um, so yeah, to reintroduce Aaron to Broadway since he's been gone for some time. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have a game of plot points. <gasps> yes. And. One pile is shows that have opened this summer that you missed. Okay. And okay. one pile is um, songs from your resume. Oh, oh crap. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. Also, Aaron lies on his resume. So. <laughs> <laughs> so Brian, so that's from Broadway World. <laughs> so, okay. Cool. And so I think they since, might lie. <laughs> I think since we just lifted the embargo, Aaron should go first. Oh, goodness. Okay, Great. sweet. Remind also, if me. you're not good at this, you're off again. Oh. Right. Yeah. Um, High stakes. High stakes, folks. The plot of the show to the tune of the song. There was a girl who used to be a hooker. <laughs> but then she pretty woman became not a hooker. I don't know. Pretty woman? Yes. yes. Okay. Um she wore really slutty clothes and then she did uh, not bu- 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 Oh, uh, I know. Uh, she did not anymore because Andy Carl taught her not to I got it. I got it. Perfect. See. So is that pretty Skimbleshanks or Skimbleshanks woman? Skimbleshanks woman. Skimbleshanks woman. Skimbleshanks woman. Starring Tommy Brocco. Perfect. My abrupt firing sent me back to my town in New Jersey. My getting the band back together. Yes. 
my abrupt firing had me join a band again. <laughs> now you're premature. Oh, God, this firing? is probably something from uh, 25th Annual Pumpkin Belly. Yes, is it, it is. Is it my erection? Yes. Oh, okay. There you go. What is it? My, my unfortunate erection. There's a song called My Unfortunate Erection. You don't you know spelling me at all. I don't know You would really Kevin, like it. It's really good. You would love it. I, I totally think it would be great. I, I was no, just, Kevin, listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> it was one really of those good. shows that I didn't know and I never, I didn't see because I wasn't here when it was on. Oh, fair, fair, fair. And then when like I, I saw Aaron. Oh, did you? Remember, didn't I send you the playbill? I feel like we playbill? have this conversation every Probably. like. Podcast. I just found the playbill. But somebody told me it's, it's only good if you see it live. Like it, it doesn't translate. Does it translate uh, to the album? album? Is great, but it's a very different experience live. Go to like go to Lincoln Center. Go to Lincoln Center and watch it. You like, really the library because you'll see uh, My Fair Lady if you go to Lincoln right. Center. Right. <laughs> I just walk in like, you can you not do that. this show? Can you do Terry the Video? Just I've already seen this you, one. You go, you go on stage in the mansion and start spelling. <laughs> I could have danced all night. Danced all night. D A N. I mean, to be fair, he's a professor. You might get confused. But yes, there is a song called "My Unfortunate Erection." We lost the beat, so we had to go talk to an oracle. She told us that you should do this if you, yeah. Bonnie Milligan, so pretty. Yeah. Oh. Pretty. Oh. Wait, wait, oh. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, oh. 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 Oh, I'm here, and now I'm singing this song about the beat. Aaron! It's... Oh, this is go, Hamilton. Go, This is, this oh, is Hamilton. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> great. Fantastic. Great. I was like, was I singing that bad? You were helpless. That would be helpless. Great. Fantastic. There's a robot entering your head in high school. So it's, it's uh, season. No, it's carrying the banner and be more chill. Yes. <laughs> I know there's a robot in Beamer Chell. That's all I know. Yep. It's like not really a robot. It's but an like, Asian robot, right? Yes. It's Jason yeah, Tam. Yeah. yeah. I was like, good see. game. Yeah. Oh, we always lose plot points, but that was fun. Okay, you know what? I know this is random, but I've just got to say it. I am so excited for fall. Oh, me too. Hoodies, pumpkin pie, and of course, Halloween. Halloween is always fun. I love being scared. Really? Because I know one word that I could say right now. That would scare the crap out of both of you. One word. No way. I swear. Try us. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Prohibition. Ah! I told you so. <laughs> Brian, don't even joke about that. That's not funny. But it is fascinating. Did you know that during the Roaring Twenties, several Lower East Side bars served as speakeasies during the Prohibition era? Really? Yeah, and right now you can find out all about Prohibition, a fascinating chapter in American history, by checking out the Prohibition pub crawl of former Lower East Side speakeasies. You'll learn all about the clandestine way that booze was transported throughout the city by disreputable characters, and pick up some speakeasy lingo on this fun and informative tour. That sounds really cool. But where could I go to get more information and to purchase tickets? Well, that's easy, Kimberly. Our friends at Gold Star. Wait, if I go to goldstar.com backslash broadwasted, all lowercase, I can find tickets for the Prohibition Pub Crawl? Yes, that's right, Kevin. And right now, tickets for the Prohibition Pub Crawl are less than $35. $35? But our listeners of the show, Gold Star is making it even cheaper. If you go to goldstar.com backslash broadwasted, all lowercase, and enter the code broadwasted, all uppercase at checkout, you get an additional $10 off your purchase. Wow. This, I know. This code is good for any and all of the amazing shows and experiences available on Gold Star. And their customer service is some of the best in the B-U-S-I-N-E-S-S that spells business. <laughs> $10 off my Gold Star order by visiting goldstar.com backslash broadwasted all lowercase and using the code broadwasted all uppercase? That's awesome! It's definitely not scary to purchase tickets with all these savings. So whether you're brave enough to learn about Prohibition or just looking for the best tickets to a variety of shows and experiences at the best prices, be sure to look out at goldstar.com slash broadwasted and use the code broadwasted at checkout to get an additional $10 off your purchase. Now that's a deal I could fall for. Get it? Fall? No. Fall for? We were talking about fall and I just made a fall joke? Kevin. Yes? Prohibition. Ah! All right, all right, moving on. You're right. Let's fall back in line here. Oh, gosh. <laughs> 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. A couple questions for you before we move on. Okay. To a like speci- special place. Yeah. Yeah. On my repeat performance, I get questions. Yeah. Yes. We're going to do a little Would You Rather. Oh, okay. Oh, dear. Oh, it is a drinking podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather hear the good news or the bad news first? I think I normally like, I would like to hear the bad news first. Because then you end on a high note. Okay. Yeah. Unless I unless it's really bad news, then I'm just. So the bad news there. is you're kicked off the show again. <laughs> the good news is you're we don't kicked have, off the show you, again. Yeah, we don't have to deal with you. <laughs> Sorry, Linda. It was nice knowing you. Would you rather get a paper cut between your fingers every time you touch paper, or bite your tongue every time you eat something? Oh God, God. that's horrible. Brian found this new website that gives him questions. These are conversation starters. Yeah. Every time I touch paper. Yes. Yes. Specifically paper. Yes. And then. Bite my tongue every time I eat anything. Yes. yes. Paper cut because then I just would avoid paper. That's fair. Yeah. In this, dig- in this world. digital world, yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you rather be able to speak whale or read babies' minds? Oh. <gasps> Hello. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I already speak whale, so. Um, or read babies' minds? Yes, story reference. Uh, I mean, all of the. Probably read babies' minds because for all the. Whales that I come in contact with. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess if you could speak whale, you would go on more whale watching tours. Except I, I can't swim, so mm. you can't you swim. Can't swim. No. You don't swim on those tours, just to be. I'm just saying out there, out they there. don't like put you with the whale. <laughs> <laughs> you can't swim. No, I can't swim. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh no, because have I not told you guys this story? No. So like my. So my next question of would you rather explore space or the ocean is. <laughs> <laughs> So the story is, so my parents tried to do the throw you in the pool and let you figure it out. But uh-huh. you know how you're supposed to do that with like toddlers and babies? Yeah. Yeah. How I was old were eight. you? No. So they tried that and I had already developed cognitive like. Oh, so it was traumatic. Scaredness. So I almost died and mm-hmm. then have been traumatized ever since. And I've, no lie, I've tried to learn how to swim literally at least like once every three years like I will sign up for that YMCA adult swim class adult swim class like it's my job and it never I always like will you and not what do go you in do? Pool, like a pool like a three like oh, three, I'll go you'll a go in like a three foot that four I can foot stand pool. In. Yeah, yeah. right right yeah, but once but you just start treading water you're done I don't know how to tread water do you go into the ocean no what? All you have to do, oh, wow. all you have to do, is the newsies leap, but in the water, but like, over and over again. <laughs> yeah. It's just your feet. That'll like work. This. It's the it's ele- a frog. Well, yes, I'm, I'm aware of all the the, the imagery. The YMCA is <laughs> trying to teach him. <laughs> I'm literally aware of all the imagery, but it's the it's the panic, it's the panic that I. Have a I understand with. that oh, because literally, like, because the trauma of newsies like swing. Age. Jack Scott used to be a lifeguard and would try to teach me how to swim backstage. Where? No, like, <laughs> like when we'd have to be at like, oh. uh, pool parties. Okay. Whatever. But like he would all those try. All those news Let the fan yes. fiction begin. Yes. Um, but no, yes. so like he would try to teach me. I was like, teach me how to swim because he would used to be a lifeguard. And I'd be like, start at like the beginning. And he was like, oh, so he'd try to like do it. I was like, you didn't no, say that's a very good start. place to start? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. But like he. You want him to just make you like put your head down and blow bubbles? Li- well, first he was like trying to skip that part. And I was like, no, like. From the beginning, he was like, like blow bubbles in the water. I was like, yes. yes. And we tried it, and, and I like couldn't do it. What? And I couldn't. Well, like I wasn't I mean, there. I could do it eventually. Wasn't there a you pool so on nervous. stage in Bombay Dreams? No. <laughs> I think there was. Just a fountain. <laughs> but like, yeah, no. So yeah, I still don't. Wow. I mean, I okay. Here's the, fun here's fact. The, here's the nuance. I can travel because I can swim, but I can't tread water. So I can. 
go until go. you're tired, and then you'll die. And then I'll die. Got it. Perfect. Great. Yes. Um, cool. See, conversation starters. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather have no. a head too big for your body or a high-pitched baby voice? <laughs> what? <laughs> Both. Like how too big for my body? Like, I like bobblehead potential. Where I can't like pick it up or like no, you it's just big enough to make right. me look super skinny. Oh. oh. <laughs> That's a good clarification. Uh-huh. Up to you. I would like right. a larger head to you make me look that super skinny. Okay. Would you rather have a rewind button or a pause button on your life? Rewind, I think. I, um, thank if you for catching that. If only if you did that song every time you rewound. <laughs> thank you for catching I remember that. that song. I just might. Like a pause like of a year or like a pause like my, in time? My understanding of this is like of the, the rewind is like you can rewind to redo something and the pause is just like everything free, like the Zach Morris timeout. Oh. That's Thank my, you for pulling that out there. Because that, that's a great explanation. Wait, a what? The Zach Morris timeout in Saved by the Bell. Timeout and everyone freezes that. and then he would talk to the audience. Oh, dear. oh sure, sure, sure. We are not friends anymore. I'm Even though um, Zach Morris has been proven to be awful. Trash! <laughs> yeah. Zach Morris is trash. trash. It just came back and I think and Aaron I'm so showed happy. that to me. No, <laughs> he's the reason I know he's it. The yeah, yeah. It's the best it. show on the internet. It's back? Yes. You go watch it. Under those con- under those rules? Yeah, sure. Maybe pause. Okay. Yeah. Because rewind is literally like, literal rewind not like yes. a go back and then relive no it would be like doing it again would be my experience it would not be like oh. getting to choose what you do differently it would be like experiencing that moment again I, oh wait be, but, I oh, would I would I agree with you because of how we diagnose the pause Cre- agreed oh because okay. if you could pause and then change something and then bring it back that would be different but if you're just pausing to like take in the moment and then like yes yeah, oh I'd, I'd say. say rewind then okay yeah um now, based on the, our TV conversation, would you rather go without TV or junk food the rest of your life? Oh, I hate that question. Because TV's like junk food for the soul. But and they can't. go hand in hand. Nah, bro. They do. Nah. Nah, bro. I can do ice cream without anything. So no TV. <laughs> so no TV. So no TV. That's okay. Um, you toured a lot yeah. recently. You went to a lot of cities. Uh-huh. But there's one place that you didn't go on the tour. Oh, oh there is. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's a place oh, that God. we like to visit every single week. We do. Oh, my God. Um, it's I the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's I just got so excited. Tuesdays in the Corner with Kevin. It's Kevin's Corner. Aaron, welcome to your first time in Kevin's oh Corner. God, I'm so excited to be here. And because it's your first time in Kevin's Corner, I have a very special edition of Kevin's Corner. Okay. This version of Kevin's Corner is called Set the Record Straight. The way it's going to work is after each statement I, I, I say, some of the things I say are true and some of the things are maybe not so true. Okay. So you'll just have to clarify for the audience what actually is true. So it's like a game within Ke- Kevin's Correct. Corner. There's okay, a game. Yes. Okay. Are you ready for yes, question one? Try to keep up. It's really smart. Okay. <clears throat> Question one. You just finished a contract as the Angelica, Eliza, and Peggy cover in the Philippa Sue Company of the Hamilton International Tour. Okay. Can you clarify for that? Yes, I was... No, nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) On point. Um, You did it all on point? Yeah. Wow. Uh, I just pictured satisfied on point. (laughs) So fierce, just burrays everywhere. Everywhere. Um, And backwards. I was Samuel Seabury and the Philip tour of the national tour of Hamilton. Okay, so I was almost right. Great. Basically. You previously gave a tour de force performance as Skimbleshanks, after originally covering Grizabella in the international hit musical Cats, where you made national headlines as the only dancer ever to perform in both the original Broadway company and the Broadway revival. <laughs> How dare you? So, where do I begin? Um, so you were Skimbleshanks. I was Skimbleshanks, and it was a tour de force performance. But I did not cover Grizabella, sadly. You should have. Um, I would have gone to see that. Revival. I would have bought like premium seats for that. In the swing room when I was a swing, I would definitely belt it as if I were covering. Of course. But no. Understandable. Um, much to the chagrin of the um, male dressing room downstairs. <laughs> um, just yelling up up the stairs. Shut up, Aaron. Uh-huh. I was not in the original Broadway company. Thank you very much. Because you were in some other show Because, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so there you go. So now we're getting just like some real facts where you don't have to refute them. Okay. One of the most heartbreaking oh, failed yeah, revivals has been 
has to be for me when Captain America failed to revive Agent Coulson after he was fatally wounded by Loki Loki in the Avengers. A moment that affected me so much so that this morning while I was was listening to random musical theater videos, the video of Ben Platt and Lin-Manuel Miranda singing the mashup of You Will Be Found in Tonight came on, and I thought of Ben Platt as Captain America and Lin-Manuel as Coulson in those final moments and of course, Lin Manuel would not sing the last tonight to signify Colson dying, like when Eponine doesn't sing "Grow" in a little fall of rain. Oh. And oh just God. thinking of that made me Are cry into my breakfast. Yo, I hate you. No, that song is so good. Yeah, that song's fantastic. Oh God, it made me cry in my breakfast. So my question for you, Aaron, is: Who would you cast in a fantasy musical adaptation of the iconic movie *The Breakfast Club*? Oh, oh. So the first choice is the popular rich girl, Claire, who was originally played by Molly Ringwald. Who would you cast in that role? Redhead. Let's skip her. Come back to her. Okay. The jock, Andy, played by Emilio Estevez. Oh, the jock. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, and you have to cast yourself because you're at every Broadway show. So oh, you cool, to, cool, You have to cool, pick cool. a spot for yourself. Okay, great. Um, wait, are we going ageless as well? Or yeah, just... yeah, just anybody you want. You know what? I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Josh Henry. Okay, that's a good choice. Handsome. Who would you cast as the geek, Brian, who is played by Anthony Michael Hall? I mean, if I have to cast myself, I'll, yeah. cast, I'll cast myself as great. him. You'd great. be a great geek. Um, Who's the outcast freak, Allison, played by Ali Sheedy? I'd probably cast Kim Foray. Ooh. Good she choice. Pro- yeah. Mm-hmm. And the delinquent John, played by Judd Nelson. I really want to watch this movie right now. It's such a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> the delinquent John. I'd probably give you a Corey Cott. That's yep. a really good choice. Uh-huh. Oh, that's a really good um, one. Do you want to? Let's go Kara. back and do the popular rich girl. The popular rich girl. Oh, duh! It would become um, Kate Rockwell. <gasps> yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a really solid cast. Mm-hmm. The last I was gonna bring up is Assistant Principal Vernon. Is this just, okay? But that's all the kids. That's all of them. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, the it's, jock, it's, it's the a, popular a, girl, the geek, the, the outcast, Hayes. and the delinquent. Yeah, it's at the Helen Hayes. It's at the Helen Hayes. Yeah, the booth. Um, Or is that Circle and Square? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, that would be really cool. I would actually Uh see, that would be incredible. With like the lockers up, or the books in the back. Because that would be... It's just a spelling bee set. The story of Breakfast Club definitely is like one of those things where like everyone feels involved and like like, you feel like you identify with someone. So like in the round would bring a really interesting... Yeah, and like, like the jock would be sitting on the railing like in one of the sections like Mm -hmm. just like picking at his nails or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that would be, that'd awesome. be awesome. Well, like someone's having um, a scene. Okay, I'd probably gender swap the principal and cast Capathia Jenkins. <gasps> cool. Solid. Cheers. I would definitely see that show. Cheers to that. All right, question All right. two. You ready? <laughs> All right. Yes. All right. Oh, my so, gosh. Wait, this is question two? Question Wait, do two. I, do I still have, like, fake news at the yes. beginning? Okay. All right. <clears throat> it's only two? Yeah. Yes. Aaron, you have been in every musical ever. <laughs> But you haven't been in It's a Bird, It's a Plane, It's Superman. Yep, true. The Dolls of New Albion, a steampunk opera. Why not? Or The Pirate Queen. The only fake news is I have not been in every musical ever. You've been in, like, most of them. That's camera. So next one. Um, (laughs) You've also never been in an episode of The Royal Pains, because if you had, Brian would like you a lot more than he currently does. Correct. 100%. 100%. No refuting that. 100. You have have updated your professional resume to include the two groundbreaking radio plays you appeared in that were written and created by a prolific writer who a Broadway-sued crew member has been quoted as saying, the writer was me because it was I, Kevin, who wrote it. (laughs) That is... Fake news as of now, but I haven't updated my resume yet. Got it. Got it. Sweet. Perfect. So my question is, if I wrote a fantasy musical adaptation of Netflix's reboot of Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, and you got to cast yourself as one of the guys, who would you play? Who's playing the other four gays? Who's playing the two guys who who you help, one per act? Who plays Tan the fashion gay? Well, who are you? Who am I? Let's go with that first. Is there a two, four, six, oh, one there's, gay? There's Tan. Anthony what? is the oh, food. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> that took me a second. I hate you. Good job. That so was quick. Tan is the fashion guy. Anthony is food and wine. Yeah. Karamo is culture. Bobby's design. And Jonathan is grooming. Then I'd be Bobby. <gasps> oh. Okay, so you're just Bobby Jim, the design just, guy. Just because Jim casting myself. Yeah. Yes. Um, so who's, who's Tan? With my, like, super butch, like... Hard work, like like working song. 
Oh, yeah. Hi-ho, hi-ho. No, it's just a working song from... um, Enchanted? Enchanted. (laughs) (laughs) In going with with the Asian required viewing, I'm going to cast Asian Queer Eye. Yes. With with all... (laughs) With Asian Broadway. Cool, great. Um... So I am Bobby. Okay. Um, I'm gonna give you Kelvin Munlo as Jonathan. Yeah. Perfect. Friend of the show. I'm gonna give you Sam Tatsuo Tanabe as Anthony. Okay. Karama will be Vince Rodriguez. From, okay. Um, Crazy, Crazy, Crazy Ass Girlfriend. girlfriend. Uh-huh. Yes. Oh my God. Um, yes. And Tan. I want to give you Jason Tam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. sweet. Yeah. And then just give me two, two hopeless straight mm-hmm. guys, one for each act. Oh. <laughs> two hopeless straight guys? Just the cast of Kinky Boots? Okay. Yeah. Oh my like god, the Kinky so Boots, fun. Like, it's the characters of yeah. Kinky Boots, Char- I should say. The characters of Kinky Boots, and then... <laughs> That's actually awesome. That's a brilliant idea. <laughs> yeah. It's like Charlie Price getting to know his Lola, and yeah. they're like, oh, like, you know. <laughs> and then, like, the characters of, like, come from away. Oh, my. oh that's so Thank good. <laughs> so much so crying. So much crying. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, Aaron, you made it to question three. Yes. <clears throat> Your website says that you are currently accepting mail care of the Neil Simon stage door. Oh, crap. Where the, <laughs> <laughs> where the theater keeps a fleet of messenger pigeons at the ready to fly your massive amounts of fan mail to wherever you are at a given moment. <laughs> You want to know it's probably not fake news? The fact that it sends mail to cats. It does. <laughs> so, great, 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 great. So, that's amazing. Fantastic. Maybe they don't have the um, pigeons, the, but... It, the fake news is the pigeons. <laughs> um, but, 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 yeah. Yep. Okay, next uh, statement is, Moment for Life, the song by Trinidad-born rapper and singer Nicki Minaj, featuring Canadian rapper Drake, is a song that you hear, Aaron, and always think of me, Kevin, because it's about two kids who grew up on the same block who share dreams of becoming rappers and one day realize their dreams have come true, which is basically the story of our friendship. Well, that's all true, so no or, fake news Exactly, there no all. fake news at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is an easy question. <laughs> <laughs> the Color of Friendship is a 2000, tel- 2000 television film based on actual events about the friendship between two girls who learn about tolerance and acceptance against the backdrop of South African apartheid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A word you would not be able to spell right now even though you appeared in the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee. Can you spell apartheid? Right now? Yeah. A-P-A-R-T-H-E-I-D? You did it. Right. So that is fake so news. Fake news. <laughs> what a great right. film. Jerry Seinfeld's movie, The Bee Movie, was accused of plagiarism by a team of Swedish animation students who claimed they presented DreamWorks with their movie concept called Bibelon in 2001, but were je- rejected for being too childish. <gasps> You don't have to refute that because that's actually a thing I found on the internet. <laughs> so like, my question <laughs> is, if you had to change one main character from each of these shows into a child, what character would you choose and how would it change the story? So the first one is Sweeney Todd. <laughs> the first one is big. <laughs> <laughs> I really like this. Thank you. Okay, so wait. I giggled and thought about all the shows you could do. <laughs> yeah. But so many shows are inappropriate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I could change half of these characters and it would be way inappropriate. Yeah. Right. Who would you make a child in Sweeney Todd? And still have it be, like, viewable? Well, no, how would it change? Oh, just in general. Yeah, like, how would that change the like, show? Like, I don't like, we're not changing the show and then, like, having that be the run. Like, it then. wouldn't be like you change, like, a romantic interest to a child and they'd still be the romantic interest and that would be creepy. Oh. It's like, if, if you change Joanna and make her six, how does that change the show? Interesting. Oh. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. If we changed Pirelli into a child. Okay. Seems really funny if Pirelli's a child. That would be funny. really funny if they I were... Feel like if, if Pirelli's a child, Stop. then... Because, oh, wait, remind me, like, what happened, like, so... Pirelli is a, is a barber yeah. who cha- Sweeney Todd challenges. Yes. He beats him, and then Pirelli goes to him and proves that he's actually lying. He's not Italian. He's a ref- he's a, uh, Irish guy who has been faking to try to make all this money, and he basically goes to Sweeney Todd and is like, I know who you are, so now oh, you can open so up shop and you owe me money, and then okay. he kills him. Because if, 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 if Pirelli's a child, yes. but still has the same skill level as if, if he was an adult. He's like, yeah. a, oh, he's, oh, that's Then he would have won. Because then it's like a stage mom is shoving her yeah. kid out to yeah. be the... Yeah. The next show would be The Phantom of the Opera. Oh, okay. Cute. Ew. 
<laughs> That's what I thought. I was like, there's an obvious choice. Oh no, it's a bad obvious choice. <laughs> you see my mind just go, Chris, oh. Oh, that's what I did too. I mean, I feel like if you changed Meg, it wouldn't really change the show. Correct. Yeah, that's perfect. I feel Meg's like if you... Good choice. Except... Because yeah. I, sat, I sat at work today and thought about how creepy it would be to make Christine a child. And I was like, well, no, because then it like, could still be that he like feels protective over her. And I was like, nope, still creepy. Still all creepy. <laughs> I'm all in for a child phantom who's just like a music prodigy. And everyone's like, this is very weird and extra creepy. <laughs> <laughs> like, she, I imagine finds, like, she takes his mask off and is like, you're 10. Or what if it's like, he's like super good with boats. <laughs> he's had like a really weird growth spurt in sixth grade. Yeah. And like you think he's playing Fender the like the burp, 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 burp. he's like twinkle, well, cause then you wouldn't twinkle. Even need, you wouldn't even need that whole thing where she like sees the like her reflection with a wedding dress. She just notices as a kid and she just fades. <laughs> Honestly, a kid showing up in your mirror is way more terrifying. Way yes. Yes. The last one is wicked. Wicked. Uh. Which you might know. Yep. I feel like the, the most is two. Well, Everybody, the, you guys think of a one for Wicked too, because I want to hear what you would say. Well, the most ineffective one would be if Bach was a kid, because then the show would be the same. Yeah. Right. Um. Oh wait, no, that no, that's not true. No, that because love then story. Nessa would love a child, and that would be awkward. Yeah, that would be real weird. Um. But it's okay, they threw a house on her, she's fine. <laughs> so, what? No. <laughs> Spoilers. That could work. Yeah, I'd be down for that. <laughs> if Nessa, wait, okay, so if Nessa, okay. if Nessa was a kid, yep. and she was just like a smart-ass kid that like got into the school, how kiddy, like how... How kid is kid? How kid is kid? I was thinking under the age of a teen, so I'm thinking below oh. 13. So then Glinda going to Bach and being like, ask her out. He'd be like, uh-uh, that's crazy. If he was the kid that like skipped a bunch of grades. And he's like And then 15. she feels bad like putting down the kid that like skipped grades. Like that could totally work. So Brian, who would you pick? Mine is Glinda because I imagine Glinda as exactly that. Someone who skipped grades. Okay. Um, usually the little kid prodigy is played as like being an outsider. Yeah, yeah. But to me in this one, she's not. So, um, also, that's why uh, uh, she's very jealous of Elphaba's relationship with uh, Fiero. She's seen she, as an adult and not as a child. Absolutely. That's perfect. Yeah. Well, but, they, but, but Glinda and Fiero get together at first, though. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not no, real. But you could, you, could, you could also change the show to so, play it where, like, he's nice to her because he feels like he, like, knows that she's like a little kid and like and she, she reads, reads that it completely as in love wrong. with her. There's a lot of those movies where like the kid falls in love with the teacher because the teacher like is just being nice. Cares about the kid. L- and sure, like sure, like, sure. like my like my girl. Yeah, okay. it's totally she writes like a that. poem like that kind okay. of a thing. But we're perfect, we're perfect. Kimberly, who would you you're pick? You're perfect, you're perfect, so we're perfect. Because I have together. a brilliant idea. You, you, the show changes. You okay, fair. Yeah. Like, here's my brilliant idea. Mine. mine is to make the wizard a kid. Okay. Just because Finding out that like all these people are listening the to the wizard, words yes. of the wizard, and the wizard is a child. Oh! And then you see the child do that like sing-songy like the wizard song that mm-hmm. everyone skips on the album. I love you, Joel Gray, but <laughs> I mean, no lie. But no lie. And but, then the like, child unzips, if, and he's really an adult. But or if it's just a child yeah. that shows like how like they're all like this whole society is built to listen on the whims of a child. Like that would really. Oh. So how does be that play into the twist? What's the twist? What do you, yeah, what twi- oh, you mean how would it change the show? Yes. Like, I think that oh. Alphaba discovering that, I like, a child again. is running No, but things. that it's, spoiler, that it's her father. Oh. Oh, right. Oh. oh. Well, I would. Get pl- out of here. So forgot. Is forgot. It, no, because then you play with a Benjamin Button kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Where, like, he's going backwards. <laughs> I'm going to. No. Cheers to that. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's and that's the one. real twist. Nice. Your dad is seven. <laughs> Benjamin that's Button of Oz. gospel truth. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Your man. dad is that fierce kid from Bronx Tale. <laughs> <laughs> My name is C. Yep. And I like it. Oh, I'm so uh, obsessed with that kid. This is a good wicked. Aaron, you just made it through your first ever Kevin's Corner. Yes. Twice as long as any other. <laughs> yeah, let's play the last game. All right. All right. 
I have a game called Hello, Old Friend. Aww. Aww. So this is basically the newlywed game. Okay. So what I have right now is four different things. So we're each going to pick one. Okay. And then that is what we are for this round. Because instead of just picking teams, I want us all to connect with each other. I love okay. it. Okay. Do so, we share? Sure. So I'm B. I'm two. I'm one. I'm A. So remember what you are. Okay. And then put them back. Thanks. So I'm B. So if I went like this, like... I'm with one. That's you. That's me. Which is you. And so then we would just like, two of us would pick who we're with. Does sure. that make sense? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then instead of writing things down, because this is a podcast and we can't see, I have questions, and it's on the count of three, you say the we'll answer. give the answer. Great. Cool. And so in each round, we'll just pick who is the person who is giving the answer, like who we're guessing yeah, about. I love sure, this. Sure. I love yeah, this. Yeah, Does that yeah, make yeah. sense? This is super totally. cute. Great. Okay, so why don't Aaron and I pick partners right now? Okay. Aaron picked one. That's nice. Yep. Sure. So the first question is favorite Harry Potter book. So we're picking their favorite Harry Potter book. I need you to telephonically tell me right book. now. So I'm doing right now. Okay. One, two, three. Four. Four. Yeah! <laughs> so okay. we, so we all so, win. So, everyone got a, so Kimberly and, Brian and Aaron got so a point. So we all got a point. So now you two pick your next partners. So it's Brian and me and Kevin and Aaron. Yay! Yay. Great. Kevin is guessing Aaron's answer. Brian is guessing my answer. Let's hope. And this is tricky, but it is your go-to Netflix binge show. Ready? I know. I know. I know this immediately. I know. (laughs) Oh no. Oh no. Okay. Maybe. One, two, three. Great 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 Breaking Show. Correct. Wait, what did you guys say? I said Queer Eye. And I said The West Wing. Oh. Mm. Oh, and I didn't say anything because I knew Brian was going to say I knew, I knew what it was. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> the Great British Baking show. show. Yeah. Oh, nice. So good. Yeah, so now we should just do the, the last combo Oh, so part. now it's the two of us. Yeah, Aaron and so Kimberly me and, you. and me and Brian. The two of them. Okay, so we don't and have points. And Kimberly have and points. I will say the real answer, and Brian and Aaron and will guess. guess. Okay. Yeah, I will guess what your answer to the question yes. is. Of the two of us in our little pairing. Mm-hmm. Who has been the drunkest out together? We know this answer. I think I know this answer. All right, ready? Yeah. One, One, two, two, three. three. Brian. (laughs) (laughs) No! Good job. Yeah. Anyone who was paired with me during that was going to (laughs) see me. So let's pair again with like me and Kimberly and Aaron and Brian. Yeah, just go through the same ones again. So, me and Kevin, but we'll do my answer. Yes, you and Aaron's answer. My answer. Yeah, great. So. Go to dive bar drink order. One, mm-hmm. two, three. Tequila pineapple. <laughs> yes. yes. What? You got tequila pineapple because he said for this episode he wanted red wine or tequila pineapple. Ah. <laughs> because it's, it was it, I discovered it on tour and I was it's like, oh, so I like good. this. That's okay. wonderful. And then we both yeah, got gin and tonic. Kimberly's always on brand, so a gin and tonic <laughs> is the choice. Oh, yeah. All right, so now it's me and Aaron oh, yeah, versus Kimberly right. and Brian. And but am I guessing you? This time you? you're guessing my Yours. answer. Yes. Yeah. And you're guessing Brian's answer. And I'm guessing Brian's. Great. So this is go to coffee order. One, two, three. Hot chocolate. There is none. Oh. Yeah, tea. <laughs> I was just getting hot chocolate because I don't drink coffee. I said you don't drink coffee. But so that's my point. Yeah, yeah, me too. Wait, neither of you drink coffee? No. no. no I don't I drink coffee either. For Brian. You don't drink coffee either? None of us drink coffee. Wait, really? Coffee. Yeah, well, this is yeah, fun times. All right, so <laughs> the last round one is more. me and Brian versus Kimberly and Aaron. Yes. Okay, so ready? This question is right. favorite pop culture yes. guilty pleasure. I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this. I've okay, I got it. I have my show. That, yeah, yeah okay, I got it. I got it. I've ready? literally never been more confident about anything. One. Two, three. American Ninja Warrior! Warrior. (laughs) What did you guys say? American American Ninja Ninja Warrior. Warrior. I am so obsessed with that show. I was, and then I fell off. Like, I actually actually understood why, like... (laughs) Like, I totally got how straight guys enjoy watching sports. Uh Uh-huh. Because, like, I watch this like it's a sport and, like, take it very seriously and, like, know these people and, like, I... Like Jesse Graff? But really... I actually think if I met Jesse Graff, I couldn't speak. Like, I don't know if I could actually speak talking to her because I would be so, like, starstruck because... Do you follow her on Instagram? Yeah. She's a pig. I'm so into American Ninja Warrior, it's really sad. But also, they're really hot. 
I mean, yes. Yes. Duh. Correct. Before we end, you were on tour for Hamilton, mm-hmm. um, and I'm sure you have some interesting stories. But do you have any interesting stage door stories? Stage door stories. Stage door stories. Was this your first time doing like a tour stage door? Tour stage uh, door? No, because okay. I because because a tour door. We, we should call this a tour de door. A tour de door. Uh, a door de force. There it is. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> a tour de force. A door de force. Found it. No, th- this was not my first tour. My first tour was. In 2005, I, I started the first national tour of Wicked. Um, Did you stage door on that? Yeah. Wait. I would say yeah. In, in, in the embargo, you talked a lot about bringing this specific show to a lot of cities. Yes. Like, are there, do you have stories from those cities the what? stage door wise? The what? The, it's a music man? What? <laughs> <laughs> have that you been thing? talking to Aaron about us? I don't know what you're talking Let's about. I, don't, I, I didn't no, do anything. No, I, I heard it in a dream. Oh, right. I didn't oh, do cool. anything that you guys... <laughs> it's a music That man. might have been the music man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a music man. It's, it's a, a what? It's, it's a, a what? what? <laughs> <laughs> I hate you all. We mm. saw a lot of children in... Eliza costumes, but you recast them costumes. as kids. They were adults walking in. <laughs> right. right. Precisely. Everybody would tell us how they've been waiting two years for the show. They've been uh, waiting for, and I was like, "What happened two years ago?" That, and I would not have no idea. And then I'd right. be like, "Oh, that's when they announced, and that's when they signed uh-huh. up for subscriber." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. oh, I was like, oh, doing that math, I was like, oh, you've been waiting because you bought your tickets like two years ago. Yeah. So they made, and they bought tickets to all the other tours just yeah, to get their tickets to, to Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah. yeah, they and they come to see the show and they're so grateful and so excited and so happy and. Yeah, I mean, and the show's so good, you guys. Yeah. I mean, everybody it's knows so that. What? Good. But like, <laughs> what's the best food you ate on tour? Oh, Ooh, and I was gonna ask how comfy are the costumes because they all look very nice. Oh, it, I mean, they're you. You'd think they wouldn't be related. Those co- those questions wouldn't be related. <laughs> 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 Sorry. In, I would say, my first go-to, in Des Moines, Iowa, yes. there is a place called Zombie Burger mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that has great. really good burgers, but also has really good milkshakes. Oh. That, that brings all the boys to the yard. Girl, literally. <laughs> because I, we were there for three weeks. Mm-hmm. Really? I had, After oh. Zombie Burger? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yes. just, yeah. but actually. Because they have... I, my go-to was always this was like a burger, but then always a Crunchberry milkshake. <gasps> their their go-to is like they can spike the milkshake. Oh mm-hmm. yeah! But I'm like, don't ruin a good thing. Just give me the ice cream. Because <laughs> 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 always, always carbs before alcohol. Right. Um, in Des Moines, my costumes got. A lot more uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Because those vests, those parchment vests, get way tight when A, they're washed, B, you just ate zombie burger every day for the past week. I mean, it's a good thing you have experience with vests. I mean, actually. I feel like my favorite part of you... was a sweater. Well, on that note... That's the end of our episode. Oh. <laughs> what a way to end. I'm back. It was nice being here for a second before I'm kicked off again. Yeah, no, of course. stay forever. Yay. Thank you for joining us. Yep. Remember, uh, you can follow him at Aaron J. Albano. That's, mm-hmm. his, that's him. Yep. Uh, you can follow us at Broad Wasted. Mm-hmm. That's um, us. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, don't forget to rate and review us. Five stars, please. Five stars, please. Five stars, please. Um, you know, it helps people find the podcast, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, we would love more. We will more be found f- if you rate us. Yeah. Aww. That was very nice, Kevin. Thanks. Again, don't forget that we are going to be in Chicago Saturday, September 22nd. Go to arcadeaudio.net slash podslam. Um, we're going to be on at 8 p.m. Central, East, time, Central time. Not Eastern. Not Eastern time. Central time. Central time. Um, but we, don't miss it. And if you're not uh, if you're not in Chicago coming to see us live, it will be live streamed, um, but we will put that on our social media. Totes. Um, yeah. Again, thank you to Gold Star yeah. uh, for sponsoring the episode. Our friends there. Uh, don't forget, um, you can use our code BROADWASTED. 
That's it. All uppercase. Um, when you go to goldstar.com backslash broadwasted. All, all lowercase? Amen. Yes, that's true. Um, you can go to, you can see super cool stuff there. There's a lot of fall stuff coming up, so you could go to like, get tickets like to a haunted house, Blood Manor, or like a fall foliage cruise if that's for you. Um, you can also get I tickets. I love fall foliage. <laughs> yes. I love oh Halloween. God, it's, it's beautiful. There's so many awesome options for Guys, experiences. Guys, a hayride? Yeah. Um, and School of Rock is closing, but you can get tickets uh, for discounted prices. There yeah. are really great options for a lot of shows on Broadway. Don't forget, uh, go to Gold Star. Um, but we end every episode with a quote. Yep. Uh, and today's quote is, I belong here where a dusty road curls by. Yes, I belong here where the birches touch the sky. There's nothing splendid or remarkable in any way, but I open the shutter each day and it dazzles my eye. I belong here from the Grand Tour. It was like a quote just what from my heart. <clears throat> I belong here. Guys! <laughs> I edited it nice. Oh, um, oh, don't forget, go to our Facebook group. Kevin does some cool stuff there. I do. Yeah. I try to. I do some fun stuff. But as we end every episode, Zoodua Bomb. Cheers. 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 Oh, so much better. We don't Welcome back, Eric. Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There's enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.